As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's going on? Nothing much. I'm enjoying these new weird organic Doritos. Weird organic Doritos? I'm not familiar with that flavor. This week on Dueling Review, we review Batman White Knight number seven. This issue, it's Jack versus the Joker. Napier's identity crisis spins out of control and compromises his grand plans for Gotham City. But not before he strikes a fatal bargain with Neo-Joker. A brow-beaten Batman accepts a peace offering from Batgirl and some unexpected advice from Alfred sets the tone for the GTO's new mission to redeem the city. Let's talk Batman. Let us talk Batman. I haven't re- read this series since uh, the first issue. Nor have I. So I don't know what's going on, but it sounds really cool. I mean, Neo-Joker, who's really crazy <laughs> Harley, has taken a freeze cannon and frozen the entire city or portions of Gotham. And now, uh, in order to save the city... Uh, Jack Napier has to reveal his uh, his secret love affair for Batman and at the same time reveal that his potion or the formula that's keeping him sane is wearing off and he's turning back into the Joker. And now everybody gets a big hug and they go fight Neo-Joker. Well, this is interesting because I realized on about page three when we see Neo-Joker with the villains of Gotham. Uh-huh. This is set in the Bruce Tim universe. Yeah. Almost certainly. Yeah, you see which is Baby really Doll? weird, right? Yeah, it, it's, it is. And it's weird to me that. Because I, 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 I don't think Baby Doll has shown up in regular continuity that I know of. If she has, I missed it. But that's definitely, you know, a big kind of Tim influence oh, crock. Yeah. And you can look at. I think that's Scarecrow on the left. Well, maybe? what's even what's even crazier is this isn't necessarily even Bruce Tim universe because at one point when everybody teams up and jumps in all the Batmobiles, they're True. riding in every Batmobile. <laughs> there is the '60s Batmobile. There's the '60s Batmobile. There is the um, uh, Batman the Animated Series Batmobile. There's Batman '89. There's Batman Justice League in there. There's the Tumbler in the background. Like they're all in here. <laughs> So I actually did some research. Okay. The blonde woman with Jack is Harley. Okay. So who's Neo e- evil? Joker? Neo Joker is a woman named Marion who apparently at one point replaced Harley mm. when the Joker was at his, his maddest. And he did not know that she was not oh. in fact Harley. Oh, this so, plot thickens. Yes. And the real Harley, Dr. Harleen Quinzel, apparently showed up to try and shake uh, her control of Joker. And that's the point where or before the point, basically before the first issue of the series, I think, Mm -hmm. where Jack Napier went straight. And by the way, 
the best thing about this entire series is when Batman is says, the, I knew you'd come. I had no, the hetero, Joker's heterochromia with one green eye and one purple. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because the Joker kind of looks like David Bowie. But yes, I, I went and I looked that up and apparently um, Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. at one point we see and he talks about Nora. And I'm like, maybe I think you mentioned this when we talked about issue one. Maybe this is some weird amalgam of all the Batman universes. I think it is. I mean, I think when we talked about this before and maybe we didn't, uh, the one thing that's missing on the cover of this issue is the uh-huh. little Elseworlds uh, right. emblem, because I mean, DC has. They have not used Elseworlds in a couple of years. They're yeah, no longer. And, and the reason why they're not is because I think they have, they're having so much success with, you know, the uh, earth one hardback series. They're doing uh, so well with uh, uh, the early um, uh, press on um, what is it? The uh, black label line. Also mm-hmm. dark Knights metal, which is in and not in continuity or as uh, Diane Nelson uh, who just recently stepped down or took a leave of absence from uh, being president of DC entertainment, uh, basically mm-hmm. said, we're going to, you know, we can tell stories wherever we want to yep. just because our characters is so rich and they don't have to necessarily be tied to a, um, a hard, a hard core, framework, of yeah, continuity. framework of yeah. continuity. And this one certainly does that. And I know you did, were not a fan of the first issue. Oh, the no, I didn't like it. And I don't like this issue either. Okay. But I am fascinated by a lot of the things in it. I like the the moment where, okay, everybody take a Batmobile. Mm-hmm. And I like <laughs> I, I like the moment <laughs> where Jack is like, okay, I'm I'm gonna pretend to be the Joker. Nanyahi nyahi do it trying to do his Joker thing. Yeah. But his I mean, he's clearly losing it. His medication is wearing mm-hmm. off. And of course, I did like the final panel. Where Batman is like, all you have to do is pretend to be the Joker. And he's like, who's he's like, pretending? <laughs> I'm not pretending, Batsy. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious what you think of the way that they work around death in the family in this, where um, the Joker beating Jason Todd to death finds out that, that Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same person. But then he goes ahead to let Jason Todd live and Jason Todd right. just goes ahead and fakes his own death. That's actually nice. That is a really strong bit because Joker is like, and then Joker let him go. And Batman is like, but why didn't he come back to me? And by the way, Batman has a great big vampire collar. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting. There is something weird about all the the high collars, because even when the uh, GCPD suit up in their tactical command, they're all wearing high collars, too, which when I first saw Gordon wearing it in the art. I Mm -hmm. thought it was because at some point, something that we had missed, he had broken his neck and he was wearing a brace. (laughs) No, it's just kind of a, it's a very retro idealist kind of uh, thing. Yeah. Well, look at, look at some of the police fifties, seventies kind of forward thinking stuff. Well, look at some of the police shots because um, Bullock is in one of the group shots with the police. And I would Mm -hmm. bet if you looked, you would find a Rene Montoya in there as well. I think so. Actually, the alternate cover has Renee. The weird thing this is, this the other... actually what this reminds me of is the stuff that we've been looking at in the Legion, where they talk about future Legion outfits, and we see that oh, everybody yeah, yeah. has like the high collars and the mm-hmm. rings around their shoulders. And I'm like, that's kind of what this is. This is like the past's idea of what future yeah, what stuff is it, should uh, be. Retrofuturism is what it's called. Yes, that's what it is called. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. 
Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Anyway, now I'm back under control. I like how the eyes go. Your medication is starting to. I like how the eyes do go back and forth when he's in Napier mode and when he's in Joker mode. Yeah. The other thing that seems really weird in is that Mr. Freeze and Thomas Wayne worked together. Yeah, that is something that I really didn't like. Yeah, about that was this really issue. weird. Well, not just that. The They work together to create a secret series of tunnels under the city. And they call it out. And they call mm-hmm. it out very badly. Because Jim Gordon is like, I cannot believe that not once did we ever find any evidence of this extensive series of tunnels, which we now know is here. And I'm like, yeah, I understand what they're doing. I do get well, what they're doing. Well, look at how often you're digging around in New York and they're like, hey, we just discovered a subway tr- tunnel that we had forgotten was here. I, 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 I've seen Ghostbusters, too. I don't know that that happens all the time, though. Uh, I mean, you, it happens more often than, than you would know, even especially in London, where they're constantly, constantly uncovering. Every time they no, like, put a shovel in the ground, they're Paris, uncovering some lost, some lost civilization there under the streets of London. Yeah, I mean, Gotham City's been around for over 50 years. I know Gotham City in the history of the city of Gotham has been around to, since, you know, to, the um, since the Pilgrims landed, essentially. 1620. Is that when it was founded? 1620? No, that's when the Pilgrims landed. I think I would have to. Mm, for some reason, I want to say like Gotham was around in like 16s, the early 1600s. Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as the fictional history of the, oh, here's what it was. Uh, according to, this is in an Alan Moore tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotham City was founded in 1635. By whom? Uh, by by the, Arthur by Gott and Dave Ham. Uh, and it was named after them, Gott Ham. Yep, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, so there you go. It was uh, founded in 1653. It was apparently named after Dr. Gotham. Yes, sure. No, seriously, Dr. Gotham is uh, an immortal warlock in the DC universe Mm -hmm. who fought uh, the Shadow Pact. Mm -hmm. This is true. I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you. You're no selling. No, I'm not. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. That's why I was going. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. (laughs) You sound like you have a face full of Cheetos. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, the art in this is re- just really interesting. Yes. I, and I, I, even though you may hate the story, the art here is like really funkadelic. The art is, I think, the major selling point. Uh, the art is something where I'm just like, yeah, I can definitely see why people are into this book and why everyone is telling me that I'm wrong when I didn't like issue one. Because the art, we've talked about these visual influences. We've talked about how fascinating it all is. And Mm -hmm. the fact that you can literally identify who, you know, which Batmobile this is. All of these Batmobiles in play. And it's not like, here's a bunch of generic stuff. They are actually using the designs, intentionally using the previous designs. And they're intentionally (laughs) referencing, you know, bits and pieces of history. Yeah. The other thing, too, though, that, that is interesting Oh, yeah. Look, they even have the giant. It's not the bat tank, but it is the the jacked up uh, Dark Knight Returns kind of Batmobile is in there, too. Terrible. Batmobile. Um, there is one thing. There was a time when Jim Lee, I think this was in the all star Batman and Robin or it was another time when he was doing 
work, but he had like a four page gatefold insert. Mm -hmm. And I've shared this before online. That was all-star Batman number like probably one or something. Yeah. But in that he drew like every single Batmobile that it had ever been Batmobiled. Yeah. So it's not, it wouldn't be un. You know, it wouldn't be uh, out of the ordinary or it wouldn't be a big surprise that these Batmobiles appear in this issue because it's kind of been set up that Batman has all the Batmobiles ever, even 66 Batmobile. Which is the greatest of all the Batmobiles. I don't I don't know because I have a it is it is it is nice and it's got the the nuclear batteries and the the turbines to speed. Atomic battery. Thank you. But there's something about the. Batman, the animated series Batmobile. That is just for me, this really sleek design that I don't know what it is about that. I just really, yeah. really dig that look. I'm not a big fan of the the Burton Batman uh, Batmobiles. See, I like that one better than I like the one from the animated series. Mm. And I think it's partly because it was realized in live action. Yeah. And also I. I guess there is a close similarity between the two because 89 Batmobile yeah. you know, was this defining thing. And then several years later, they're trying to take the aesthetics of what was in the Burton Batman universe and yeah. streamline it. So, I mean, if you go back and look at the very first uh, Penguin, it was based on uh, the second Batman movie uh, right. in the Batman animated universe. So maybe the animated series Batmobile is supposed to be a slimmed down, streamlined version of the 89 Batmobile. I don't know. A way too long squash and stretch. Oh, man, I really love that. That long front end. It looks mm-hmm. really cool. But you know, 66 has a long back end. It does. Yeah. And bubbles. Yeah. And cool, you know, roll down front end. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you ever actually look at it's the vehicle that it was adapted from the, mm-hmm. the, the Futura, the, the Barris car. Yeah. It's uh, actually a Dean Jeffries. I thought, Oh, okay. But yeah, it's uh, the Futura car that it's adapted from is so sleek and weird and amazing that you mm-hmm. just kind of can't hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so the art in this is really good. I mean, lots of detail. I really love the page where they show the frozen Gotham and there's like people like walking down the steps and they're frozen and the hat is blowing off on one guy and it's like and frozen. Holding, in mid, a, mid, um, holding a baby. They're holding a baby. Frozen dead baby. Well, okay. So, but here's the thing. And and you and I haven't read this series, so we may not know what's going on. They're all dead. They do say in the story that they need to take that freeze cannon alive to unfreeze all of the people. They're dead. So maybe whatever Nora, remember she was all frozen up. Maybe uh, there is a way to unfreeze these people and they'll go about their, their regular activities. All dead, man. Eh, you don't know that. Uh, I don't know. Cryo-frozen. And I won't because I'm not coming back for issue eight. Unless You're not? We're, mm. No. Maybe our, what if our listeners tell us that that's what they want the most? Well, that would be the one exception. That's what. That's the thing I should point out. So last week, we had said that we were going to review, oh, I forget even what book we were originally going to review uh, last week. It Something. was uh, Dungeons and Dragons, even at Evil at Baldur's Gate number one. Turns right. out uh, that was listed as being solicited for this week. Uh, and I forget what the uh, I forget who had recommended it. But the thing was, the book had been bumped to the 25th. So we weren't able to review that book this week because we don't have it. Uh, but uh, this issue, Batman White Knights number seven or White Knight number seven, 
uh, was actually recommended by one of our fine listeners. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, we'll just do that one because it'll be interesting to revisit this book seven issues later to see if, and honestly, Matthew, I got to say your discussion of this book seems to be toned down quite a bit from the vitriol you were spewing in the first, in the first issue. I like it better than I liked issue one. Yeah. Okay. That's what I want. I think think part of that is, yeah, part of it is the fact that they have, and even then I admit it, they have a story that they want to tell. It's not necessarily a story that I need to read. Sure, sure, sure. But I think it's a story that when we get to this point in the game, you can kind of get a little bit more invested in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. Um, So the thing I should also point out is, yes, our listeners are picking the books that we are reading on Dueling Review. And the way that you do that is you head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. You don't have to be uh, a patron of major spoilers to vote. You just have to have a Patreon account. And then you can go in and in the comment section for the Dueling Review episode, you just look at the list of comics that are coming out. And then in the comment section, you say, hey, here's the book that I would like you guys to read. And then I compile it uh, a day before we sit down and record uh, the episode and figure out what we're going to be reviewing next. So that's how it works. Head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers and find out all the information. And hey, we really could use your support. If you want to kick in a few bucks, then by all means, uh, sign up and become a member. It would be great if we could get five new people to sign up uh, this month. Uh, that would be great. 20 would be awesome, but five would be great. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my final thoughts on Batman White Knight, uh, better than I thought it was going to be, uh, continues to be compelling. Uh, I understand that this is a r- weird, crazy world that is not locked into continuity, and I want to read the uh, rest of this series. What about you, Matthew? Uh, I don't, but there are parts of this, and that it may be that the issue does have a lot of moments that work, but don't really feel like they're tied to anything and don't really feel like they're driving necessarily a plot, but have bits and pieces that I'm kind of okay with, and the art is pretty solid, but it doesn't feel like something that I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I, I can't imagine how this possibly ends, you guys. To where I, I'm definitely going to come back. But again, uh, everything is somebody's favorite. So this may be something that you look up. I wouldn't say run away from it. It's certainly not a bad book. It's just not for me. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Uh, coming out next week from Boom Studios, it's Adventure Time number 22. We also get uh, Robocop time. Citizens come Arrest on. number one. Matthew, did you review um, Shattered, uh, Shattered Grid for the Power Rangers Shattered Grid? The first issue of that? I haven't yet, but I think I still can. I thought I thought I thought I saw it up on the site that you did. Maybe maybe it was uh, just my wishful thinking. But uh, (laughs) over at uh, C2E2, uh, Philip Sablik, I think is how you say his name. He got up and said that um, one of the stores sold 800 copies of Shattered Grid in the first 15 minutes after they opened the door. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and Lumberjanes, Power Rangers, Adventure Time, and one other book, he said, have have sold over a million copies. And that's, of course, in their entire run. And you look at Lumberjanes, it's like 42 issues, a million copies over 42 issues. That's still pretty good. That is good. Yeah, so uh, that's Boom Studios. Dark Horse Comics next week has uh, Aliens, Predator, Prometheus, Fire, and Stone trade paperback. Uh, It also has BPRD, The Devil You Know trade paperback. 
Uh, is next week a fifth week? No, it can't be because we're still at the beginning no, of the month. It's, next week is the second week. Yeah, there you go. Also, uh, we get the um, Mobius Library art book for 34 May- bucks. Mabuse. And uh, Tomb Raider Survivor's Crusade number four of four, the final issue of that uh, of that uh, miniseries. DC cool. Comics has Action Comics, 60 Years of Superman Hardcover, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number 21, Detective Comics number 978, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 42, Justice League of America number 28, New Superman and the Justice League of China number 22, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, number 92, Sideways, number 3, Trinity, number 21, and Wonder Woman, number 44. Dynamite Entertainment has the fifth issue of Barbarella hitting stands, as well as the James Bond Casino Royale hardcover, which is uh, worth checking out. It's rather interesting. Also, Legendary, Red Sonja, number 305. Yar. IDW Publishing has Back to the Future, The Tales from the Time Train, number 4, DuckTales, number 8. Woo! Uh, Goosebumps, Download and Die, number 2. Rom and the Micronauts, number four. That's the penultimate issue there. Uh, TMNT ongoing, number 81. And uh, let's see, Transformers, Tell All R1, volume three. Image Comics has Beauty, number 21. Crude, number one. Dead Hand, number one. Gideon Falls, number two. Matthew, that is the uh, the Black Barn Black book. Barn thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rock Candy Mountain gets a second trade paperback. Rose number 10 and uh, Sleepless gets issue number five. Marvel Comics. Marvel has Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider number 17, Doctor Strange number 388. Uh, that's a lot of Doctor Strange. Uh, Falcon number seven, Spider Man Deadpool number 31, Thanos number 18, and X Men Blue number 25. In all the rest category, we have Adventure Time gets a trade paperback. Assassin's Creed Origins, number two. Bloodshot Salvation, number eight. Kara's Magic, volume three, number three. Uh, what else do we have in this list? Oh, Lookers, Ember, number seven, with like 72 different covers on that one. Here's, <laughs> How here's, many different here's covers? Three, here's three that stand out to me right now. The high-speed mm-hmm. variant cover, the high-speed bikini cover, the high-speed nude cover, and the high-speed topless cover. How can you have a high-speed bikini? I don't know. That seems odd. It's got racing stripes or spoiler on the back. It makes everything faster. <laughs> also, Ninja K, number six. I kid you not, the name of this book is Southern Nightgown, number six. Southern Nightgown. Yeah. <laughs> Supermansion, number one, and Theory of Magic, number five, comes out. And if yeah. you missed the first uh, four issues, the first three are getting a new printing next week as well. So Theory of Magic oh. number five. That's cool. You can uh, head over to Majorspoilers.com and find the complete list early in the week. Of course, you can always head over to Patreon.com slash Majorspoilers and pick which book we're going to read next. Next week on Dueling Review. Domino number one. Impossible curves. Impossible shots. Impossible Targets. Marvel's number one soldier of fortune is back in an explosive new ongoing series. The product of a failed super soldier program, Nina Thurman always made her own luck as the sharpshooting mercenary known as Domino. But what happens when her powers betray her? The hunter becomes the hunted as every mercenary in the game smells blood in the water. Plus, a pair of beloved Marvel characters return. 
You can show your support for this show and everything we do at Major Spoilers by becoming that patron at patreon.com slash majorspoilers. Your contribution allows us to keep this show going, pay for our growing costs, and of course gives us the motivation to produce more stuff just for you. So head over to patreon.com slash majorspoilers, and thank you so much for checking out Dueling Review this week. We will be back next time when you will hear Matthew say... I've just been handed a bull and the word Canada is unrhymable. This podcast is copyright 2018 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.